0: And uh, they can tell me they're Correct. Yep. Fuck that up. Hey, what's up? This is Anthony from Lagoon, and you're listening to Doom Tomb. Bitcher. This is the Doom Tomb podcast, the podcast for all things within the heavy underground. My name is Chris. I am your host. And today... Well, this gentleman has been on the podcast before talking about his band. Now he has another new venture. We're going to go into it. We're going to break it down and how it can affect each and every one of you out there. Let's hear the interview right now. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get late right. For today's podcast, we don't have to go too far. Uh, now, I don't know where exactly this gentleman is. I know he's in somewhere in the Sonoran Desert, but he has this place, a brand new place in Scottsdale, Arizona. We're going to talk to him about it. Now, you might know him from a band. Uh, we've interviewed them several times. And um, well, th- here's a an new venture. And I am so thrilled and excited for this gentleman. Uh, yes, Matt, welcome. Welcome to the podcast, brother. How you doing today?
1: good thanks
0: for having me on absolutely man now you've got this new thing you just created this business called red sky guitar repair and if people aren't aware like why does matt sound so familiar um well he's in the band stonewitch he plays guitar and we're gonna talk about all things now i apologize is is it luthier 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 Okay, so this gentleman is a trained luthier, and if you want to contact him, it's RedSkyGuitarRepair at gmail.com. Now, the last time you came on the show, you were talking about Order of the Goat and Desert Oracle. It was basically we were interviewing you for Desert Oracle, but we had to go through all of the lineage to learn more about Stonewitch. And we also talked about your career as a luthier. Luthier, did I say it right? Yeah, Luthier. L- l- okay, I, I know. It, it takes me a few minutes. I'll get it right. So, please, can you give us an overview of how you got started in this career?
1: Um, Yeah. I mean, I played guitar for a long time and just wanted to do something with guitar. And then I found out about – I was in California at the time found out about the Luthier School here in Phoenix and then uh, moved out here early in 2016. And then, yeah, just got into it, and then just started from there.
0: Right. Now, so you... Now, since you... So how long ago is this now? About uh, seven years?
1: Seven years. Yeah, a little bit over seven years.
0: Okay. Now, since you've been doing this for seven years, what have you seen in the changes in possibly, like, technology on how to fix guitars?
1: Uh, well... From school, they teach you kind of just like the old school way of everything. So it's just all the, you know, how they used to do it. And now they just have so much stuff with like CNC and 3D printing stuff for different parts or whatever you need for repairs. And there's all kinds of stuff now. They have like plec machines for frets. So you don't have to, you just put it in a machine and it does the fret job for you. Right, right. I don't think that's necessarily super new, but just nothing that I've ever done before or anything.
0: Right. Now, you know, it's kind of surprising to me because with with all the stuff that I listen to and watch on different social media outlets, you know, it's a lot of music-based stuff. So I would think that I would come across, like, say, on TikTok, uh, like somebody doing something like creating, uh, you know, like a, a, a video showing how they're fixing a guitar because... Uh, For some reason, I'm not exactly sure why, when I run through on TikTok, I get a few things that I see the most frequently. And one of them is cobblers. So people that are, you know, uh, reworking shoes and and refinishing shoes. I don't know why that's so popular in my TikTok. I don't know what my algorithm is. Uh, On top of that, uh, the other one that I get, and it's kind of shoes, but not really. It's the one, um, what what are they called? Um... Oh man, I'm blanking on the name right now. It'll come to me, but it's the people that take the horseshoes off and they clip the nails and they they file it down for the horses and stuff. Uh, a farrier, that's the name. A farrier. I, again, oh, yeah. I don't know why. I, I don't know why it's in my, you know, my feed over something as simple as like watching people fix guitars. So let me ask you this: Where did the name come from,
1: Red Sky? Yeah, uh, I we were just. Throwing around names for a while and uh, had a couple of different names in mind. And, and then, I don't know, just Red Sky just came to my mind. And then it's kind of like an ode to Arizona a little bit. It sounded fitting.
0: Right, right. And then on top of it, you have this really crazy looking. I, I just love it because there's, there's some simplicity to it. But I got the vibe. I got the I got the sun on your logo. But also, like it's kind of guitar shaped somewhat. Uh, how did the How'd you come about getting that logo? Uh,
1: my girlfriend Amanda came up with the logos. Like yeah, that main one that you're talking about. She came up with that one. Just right. uh, kind of just yeah, throwing ideas back and forth, and then she just kind of came up with it. And I was like, yeah, that's awesome. Let's go with that
0: so previously you were working for somebody and now you're are you taking you're kind of taking that over right now
1: yeah well previously i was working at over at milano music um in mesa and then uh before that i worked at the same place it's like it's a repair shop inside of a guitar shop so it's inside of guitar pickers right so i was working there before for a few years um with the dude that was running the repair shop, kind of like apprenticing under him and stuff, and then he decided to retire. So he retired, and then uh, the dude that owns the guitar shop just hit me up, and he's like, yeah, if you want the if you want the spot, it's yours. You can move in.
0: So now this concept, so I'm assuming that now this is a new deal. Uh, it's, it's a new business, especially for yourself. Now, what is the concept? So uh, what are we looking for uh, for people? Because I'm thinking like maybe uh, club owners, uh, bookers, managers, uh, anybody for, for like possibly an emergency situation while someone's on tour. Is that something that you're looking for as far as business?
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, we definitely could. I mean, I'm um, between me and, like I said, my girlfriend, Amanda, we definitely know quite a few people. She knows a bunch of people like in like all the bars and everything that play, that have shows and live music. And so trying to get into that a little bit.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, on top of it, I, I would say, hey, start them young. So I don't know if this is a thing that maybe you and Amanda have have thought about. But the first thing I thought of when I saw what you're doing, I'm like, it, it, no brainer. School of Rock hit them up because, you know, these are kids cutting their teeth on what they're what they might eventually fall in love with. Like there's a band out here, Grail, uh, that. You know they were in School of Rock, and now you know they they've been touring. They just finished a tour recently, and you know, they're, yeah, they're really doing amazing. And they're all under twenty one, so I I say hit up School of Rock. Even I would go even one step further, hit up Alice Cooper, because I know he has a, a big hand in in School of Rock, and he does that what that that, hasty, uh, pudding something Christmas pudding, special every yeah, year
1: like a Christmas. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, well, I never even actually thought about the School of Rock. That's a good idea. I'll
0: have to yeah, check be- that out. Because, you know, I mean, I'm sure, like, when the same with yourself. Like, when you started, like, maybe you didn't know how to fix something. And, and now you're you're actually the professional. And somebody could take it to you. And who knows? Maybe you could trade a little bit, talk a little bit, you know, BS. And, and, and talk about the one of the things you love. Now, I do have a question regarding... So I know that you work on guitars, but as a luthier, do you work on all string instruments or do you stay pretty much within the realm of guitars?
1: Uh, Mostly the guitars. I mean, like guitars, um, mandolins, uh, like a little bit of like basic banjo stuff. Right. But um, I mean, mostly, yeah, definitely, mostly guitars.
0: So what else uh would somebody need for guitars like is there i'm I'm just talking out my ass is there like guitar tune up like you know to 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 change something out or something something gets worn
1: take me through that a little bit oh yeah it could be anything from just like changing strings to um you know doing like a refret to uh just like a setup just getting it all dialed in ready to ready to go getting it like all intonated if you have to like Record or whatever. Right. There's a ton of stuff to it, you know. Switching out like all the electronics, switching out pickups, doing different things with all that. There's, I mean, it could go on and on. There's, there's a ton to do.
0: Yeah, and uh, and I'm sure it uh, it adds up over time. So uh, I wrote this down uh, here. I'm just going to give this right away. Uh, my my uh, uh, slogan would be uh, "Don't fret," because I'm here to help, and that's where I'm going with that. So let me ask you this top guitar fixing mistakes um again when maybe when somebody's cutting their teeth and they and they don't know enough about it and maybe they make some kind of fatal error when should you go to a professional like what do you think like the layman can handle like i'm sure people can handle changing
1: out strings but like what are go ahead i was gonna say it just depends on the person you know like Definitely, there's some people that just don't even want to change their own strings. Just bring it in. Just do it real quick. You know, it's something we can just you can just kind of hang around for because it's pretty quick. Um, you know, some people feel more comfortable with other things like with setups and stuff, and can't do certain things. I've seen people come in with like electronic stuff that they've done crazy things to that I wouldn't even think about, but they can't set up their guitar. So it just depends on the person. Right. some people right. feel more comfortable but, I mean a lot of people I say most often feel like they can just watch a video on YouTube or something and like switch out some pickups or like set up their guitar and sometimes especially like a Floyd Rose or something it can be a little bit harder than than you think it's gonna be
0: and that's when you call in a professional
1: yeah then yeah that's when they usually bring it in and say <laughs> the fuck up and so with with you with
0: you doing that, um, do you think in the future, like maybe you would have a maintenance plan for for people, like say, hey, if you pay this for the year, uh, you can come in and get like all the little basics that you would need. Maybe just maybe just changing some strings, or maybe just changing something out that would be like some, you know, uh, short term fix. It's not like oh my god, I cracked the neck, and you got to refit, you know, you got to fix that or whatever. Uh, so is that something that you might think of
1: down the line yeah possibly i haven't really considered that but it could be okay it's just kind of hard with like, every guitar is different you know like some guitars need more maintenance than other ones some need you know like one or two setups a year and some move more than other ones but yeah there's definitely something that you could do like that further down the line figure something out and yeah That would be cool.
0: Well, let me ask you this: in in relation to guitars, um, what's your stance on putting stickers on your guitar?
1: Mm, I guess it depends on the guitar. Okay. I don't really have stickers on my guitars. I have stickers on my cases.
0: Yeah, that's like the guitar.
1: The guitar itself, not so much. I mean, I like stickers on guitars. I don't really have anything against it.
0: Yeah, I, I don't either technically, but but I do like to see it clean. So, I'm assuming that there's certain tools that you need to use and possible some kind of uh, uh luthier jargon, if you will, like some kind of a uh, chat like that. Um is there something like uh uh like let me adjust the uh, truss rod for a, a better forward bow or something like that? Uh is there a mm-hmm. sentence that uh, that is pretty common that that um that you say to people that's in in more of a luthier jargon?
1: I mean, yeah, pretty much that, like definitely, uh, you know, people bring their guitar in and just tell them you have too much bow in your neck. You need a, definitely could use a setup or they say it's buzzing or whatever and just tell them it's overbowed and that's why it's buzzing and just need to adjust the truss rod and make a couple adjustments and it'll be good to go. But also like you were talking about before with all the sweat and everything, Sometimes right. all that will, like, build up on the on the fretboard, too, and, like, you just, like, scrape it off the fretboard, and it's just, like, a layer of just... crust finger teeth and just, yeah, rust and all kinds of nasty yeah. stuff. There's definitely some pretty nasty guitars that come in. Well,
0: yeah, I remember, um, you know, growing up and seeing Angus Young uh, banging his head and, you know, just going around the stage, all 103 pounds of him. And he is sweating up a storm. I mean, how much sweat do you think was soaked into his guitars?
1: Oh, yeah, exactly. Obviously, he has, like, dudes that change his strings and everything, probably after every show that he plays. Oh, of course.
0: Now, if um,
1: yeah, They come in and haven't changed their strings, and, like, Grime is, like, building up on their strings. Oh. And their strings are, like, busted, and they're like, Oh, I think I need a string change. You can't
0: even play this. <laughs> you know, isn't that, isn't it kind of, um, uh, equal to like a, 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 singer and they go up to a house mic and it's like covered in crust.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do that. Just <sighs> I would definitely have, if I was a singer, bring my own mic around. No, oh, definitely.
0: <laughs> so, uh, what, what kind of hours are you doing? And, um, because I saw you have the phone number up, uh, if, if somebody needs something off hour how do we figure that
1: um we have pretty nice hours but uh definitely understand if i mean so pretty much we're closed sunday monday we open at 11 every day on tuesdays and thursdays we're open until six and wednesday friday saturday we're open until four but I'm, I'm usually there like after hours so if anyone ever needed anything def- definitely just can hit me up or hit me up on the instagram or something and i'll probably be there and i can meet you there or whatever sure it's not like that big of a deal
0: now since you're a luthier and uh, a guitarist uh, what are some of the benefits that you have of doing both
1: um i never have to pay for anything <laughs> from my well,
0: well i mean pay for the the you know the parts maybe but the uh, yeah Do you get, do you get, are you able to get a a discount for guitars because you're in the business or?
1: Yeah, I definitely have like, I mean, like, accounts through different businesses. So I get like, you you know, a little bit of a discount or whatever, depending on what it is and where it's from. But I mean, it's nice. I can try different things and, you know, do whatever I want and not really have to worry about like spending in a ton of money if I don't like it. Just switch it back out and all it really took was just a little bit of my time so it's not that big of a deal now i know like if i want to try a different pickup or try different like electronic stuff or try different strings whatever i want to do so it's, it's pretty nice
0: now it's uh, so. you know I, I as soon as i hear the band stonewitch i know i can hear the sound i definitely hear your guitar i know what your sound is your tone do you try to change that out? Do you just like no? I'm locked in. I got this. I mean, I know experimentation is always good, and and you get to, you know, test the waters and see maybe there's something else that you want to sound like. Um, is that a thing? Like, I mean, like, how much work are you? Do you for your equipment for you personal use? Um, how much time and effort do you put in to? moving stuff around and changing strings and stuff, is that a common thing or is like, how does that work?
1: As far as Stone Witch goes, I'm pretty set in uh, like what I use and what I do and everything. But just mostly just like at home just messing around, you know, just try different and whatever I want to do. You know, I have like a ton of different pedals and even with Stone which, with like the pedals, I'm pretty set in the pedals that I use. I've used the same pedals for, for quite a while and like the same amp and everything, but Just when I'm at home messing around and practicing and playing, it's fun to just try different things and try to like play along to something and try to like get my tone as close to the tone of their tone as I can and just different stuff like that.
0: Absolutely. Well, with also just with the fact that if you can find your pedal board.
1: Well, yeah, that's also a thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, that happened. And and if anybody wants to hear about that, you can go back and listen to a previous episode that would be awesome and speaking of stone you know, i
1: have even more because of that so <laughs>
0: well so what you're saying kind of like a blessing in disguise really exactly yeah all right so uh can i ask or is it i don't know if it, it's it's inside information what kind of pedals are you using right now for
1: a witch yeah uh, I mean, I definitely have, have like a. Mostly my fuzz pedal, like my Watt pedal. I use like a. It's, um. Abominable Electronics. I use a fuzz pedal from them I've had for quite a few years that I like a lot. Um. I use like a Vox Wah, And then I have, uh. Like a delay pedal, like a carbon copy. I don't really use a whole lot. Right. Just kind of, um. I have actually been trying to use um, a treble booster more. Okay. So that's something I've kind of added to it. I have like a a couple of different treble booster pedals that I've been trying to put in and figure out where I'd want to use them. I mean, eventually it would be cool to like just come up with like my own, just like a fuzz pedal or something and just try to sell that or try to just play that or get that out there or something like that. Well,
0: we were talking about Stonewitch a little. We had this uh, this re-release of Order of the Goat on vinyl through Wet Records with some extra tracks. And I know, you know, vinyl is is like is like the thing. I know you put out Desert Oracle on vinyl, Order of the Goat, the it's almost like a Redux. Cause you added some tracks. Now I, I, I do have to ask you, Matt. So while I have you on the phone here, is there any new Stonewitch news?
1: um yeah I don't think we've actually said anything yet but we've been playing with Wade from like Hub and Weep and he was playing with AWOS um, so yeah he's our new drummer now so right we're on. trying to trying to uh, start writing some stuff with him and hopefully get back on the stage and play some shows pretty soon
0: oh I am looking forward to that my friend Uh that, that's yeah Definitely, I'll definitely be it's there. working
1: out pretty well so far
0: Really awesome. So um, let me ask you. So okay. So I know uh, you had uh, Opie for a while, and Jay, <laughs> and and now Wade. Um, when you play something from Order, from, something from Oracle, uh, has it changed? Has has have the songs morphed at all with having a new drummer?
1: Going forward, I feel like no, our sound is going to change, but it's definitely going to have like a little bit different feel, maybe. Right. But right. um. As far as like the old songs, you know, he adds like a little bit of his own stuff in there, but he keeps it like pretty close to the to the stuff that we had before. And I'm, I'm assuming that
0: you all have a whole bunch of demos and, you know, stuff because it seems like everybody does with, with uh, the, the downtime that we had during COVID and stuff that uh, there's, you know, there's a lot of time to fill. And uh, is there anything that maybe you had a demo of that you showed him and he's like, oh, I could move this here, I can move this there, I can add this?
1: Yeah, we're kind of figuring all that out like right now. Like Ian's putting together like all the drop boxes and everything to putting all the old songs on to have us all listen to him and figure out all that. Cause I mean, we just started playing with them not very long ago. So we've just been just kind of getting that. And uh, so yeah, we're figuring stuff out like that now.
0: Awesome, man, and I hope to see you on stage really, really soon.
1: Yeah, hopefully, hopefully soon. So Kirk
0: Hammett talked about losing his phone, and he had, like, hundreds of riffs recorded. My question to you is, like, do you save your riffs, do you record them, Um, and do you have any recent ideas that you are, like, itching to show everyone on stage?
1: Usually I'll just yeah, record them on my phone or something. And I mean, usually once I'm... I've played a riff, like, a few times. I'm pretty good about just kind of remembering it. But That is, um, that is the genius of I you. Thing, I definitely just record it on my phone and then, yeah, come back to it. I mean, I have a ton of stuff on my, I can go back and look at my phone and probably find at least a 100 riffs on there from over the last few years. Wow. If I'm ever uh. really looking for...
0: Yeah, if you're looking for a taste of something new. Um, is there any insight? But they're all
1: good or anything. <laughs> if they were that good, they would already be in a song, so. No, that's true. Do mm.
0: uh, you, you have any insight as to uh, what some of the new Stone Witch material might be
1: like? I mean, I'd say it would just be pretty similar. I don't think it's going to be that much different. Just kind of Stone Witch with whatever weight adds to it.
0: Right, so you're not you're not thinking about doing, like, any K-pop covers or uh, who, who knows, maybe in like a, a, a Stone Witch version of like a Taylor Swift song. Is that does that happen? No,
1: probably not anytime soon. <laughs> I think a couple of the dudes won't but.
0: Oh, they did. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure Ian would. You know, Ian's you know, he's a saucy boy. He, he might have said something about, oh, I don't know that Katy Perry, man. She's got something and we could write a riff over that and it would be just beautiful.
1: No, so... I don't think that's I don't think that's in the books for us.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. I don't know if you remember this. There was a band called Nitro. I think his name was Michael Angelo. Uh, no relation, by the way. And he had... Do, do, have you ever seen the video? It was like a four-necked
1: guitar. Oh, I don't know. Probably. I'm sure I've seen it before. There's all kinds of yeah, stuff.
0: I'll have to send you a, a video because I'm telling you, it's... It's amazing and uh, modestly cringeworthy
1: at the same time. I remember there was this dude, I forget what his name was, back, back in Fresno. He played a, a war guitar. If you look up war guitar, all right. I forget what it is. like a 18-string guitar or something. I don't know if it's that many strings, but it's like a ton of strings on this guitar. And he's super good at it. Um, his name was Brian Kenny Fresno. And he would, like, go on stage and play this war guitar and, like, shred this guitar. Oh, did you look it up?
0: I'm looking it up right now. What is...
1: That does neck is fucking huge? huge. Yeah, the neck is huge. How many strings does it say it is?
0: I... I, 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 I don't know. I it, it doesn't... I'm just looking at the images and... Yeah, uh, but just look
1: at the war guitar. And on. this dude would just go up on stage and shred this guitar and he would have chicks walking around the crowd handing out hot dogs off okay. of a platter, yeah, while he just shredded on stage on this huge war guitar. yeah
0: uh, could you do you know what the reason is why he was um giving out hot dogs?
1: It's just what he did. He's Brian Kenny Fresno do you think
0: do you think that's something maybe like Stonewitch can adopt that and maybe like you can give out like uh, sliders or something while you're playing The Herald or something like that?
1: Maybe or like pass around uh, some joints or something. Well,
0: yes, of course. Well, you know, you want to... I think that would be first, because you kind of want to build the appetite, but then, like... I'm down for some murder burgers, man. Yeah, you you gotta gotta
1: follow up with something after that, so... Like, maybe... Oh, the
0: stone stone slider. I got it. It's perfect. Maybe a little uh, uh, hemp-infused dressing. Oh. Alright, I'm gonna talk... Like don't don't get me wrong. I know I'm talking to you now, but I'll, I'll talk to the other guys in Stonewitch. Maybe we can get something going. Maybe a, a or some some type of uh, some type of delicious dip as as you play. Like a not not like a hummus thing because I I don't know it's a little messy, but uh, possibly like a, a chunky salsa or something.
1: Maybe yeah yeah we'll figure something out. Stone okay. slider.
0: Wow. You know what? Uh, you never know what what what's what's going on there. What is that? Is that a, so is that a... Those- is that a plant? It's a plant. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't plant. expect a plant to be uh, invading the interview, but okay, that's cool. So, um, thank you so much for talking about what's going on in um because I'm really interested in that as well as this other band. Um, there was a band in Fresno. I don't know if you know about them. Uh, something like Into the Sun or something like that. You familiar with them?
1: Mm-hmm maybe inside the sun
0: inside the sun does that sound familiar is that is that uh, familiar? yeah mm-hmm. i know
1: i know
0: a little bit them. you do you do yes you do
1: they're pretty good
0: oh, yeah um, well here's the thing i'm looking at it and we're coming up on basic well it's basically 10 years since uh, a few tracks came out and then another tracks came out in uh 2014 and um I guess I'm curious uh, because, of course, you know, that was a band that you were in. Um, There's two songs, Smoke, Creep and Havoc. They were released like a decade ago. Now, if you were to look back and listen to them, uh, in what way would you change them, if any?
1: I don't know if I would necessarily change them. Maybe like uh, could have like better recording quality or something. I think you did it like pretty... uh, pretty cheaply just off of like a computer just recording it but I mean I think the songs are cool I don't know I haven't listened to them in a while honestly
0: hmm well as as, as it says on uh, uh, according to Bandcamp it was recorded in Trevor's bedroom on a Macbook
1: yeah I think so alright alright
0: so uh, do you think would there ever be um, an Inside the Sun cover played by Witch?
1: Mm, probably not. I mean, that would be cool. I think it's it's pretty different, though.
0: It is, it is. But then I'm thinking, like, maybe for Ian, because I've seen him in some things, and I, I, I don't know. He, all I know is every once in a while he sends me a picture, and he sent a picture. There was something where the, he was wearing a mask, and there's a saxophone involved. It was very complicated. I don't know what he was doing, but I'm wondering if some of his like more. Yeah, yeah. You ask him. Ask him about the pictures. Uh, it, it was very interesting, and maybe possibly a little avant-garde. So, um, who knows? Maybe there can be a cover from one of his old projects, too. Now, I'm looking at some of the pictures from uh, Inside the Sun. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta ask, dude. The fro. Like, what up? Like, <laughs> like, how tight was your hair, man? Like, I, I've only known good you... Good. Go ahead, say it again.
1: So that's how it grows.
0: Wow! It, and and uh, and now, I mean, I've always known you with long hair, uh, but that wow, that that fro was something else, man. Did you ever think of, like maybe I should put some relaxer in that or something? I mean, it was tight.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think anything would work. I, I think uh, well, I think we probably started inside the sun in like what year did that say that came out? <laughs> two thousand. Well, the two <laughs> thousand
0: thirteen. It came out in uh april 22nd of 2013 for the for the demo and started like
1: 2012 or 2011 and i think when we started i had like basically shaved my head whoa like super short hair and that was pretty much like the last time i really cut my hair and so that was just pretty much the progress of it growing out and yeah it kind of grows out and i have like an afro for a while right until it gets too heavy and then it just kind of does whatever it does.
0: Yeah, it just kind of falls down. and, and kind of ha- falls down, lays down. And you got what you got right now.
1: Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. oh no, I was just going to say that's pretty much when I started growing my hair out from where it is now.
0: Got you. So uh, there you go. Uh, Ten years in the making. And you can see him at uh, Red Sky Guitar Repair. So okay, I, noticed, <laughs> I noticed that um, in some of the pictures I saw you singing. Uh, when you were on stage with that band. Will that ever happen mm-hmm. in Stonewitch? Is there going to be any harmonizing between you and JR?
1: No, I mean, that was definitely more screaming than singing. Okay. So I, We kind of threw it around for a little bit, but we never really did anything about it. Like, I don't know if that would ever really happen. Okay. It would be cool because I mean, we do that in the recordings and stuff.
0: Yeah, so with with the band Stonewitch, obviously JR would be the best. Because he is this lead singer but uh hmm. if you were to rate maybe yourself or wade or ian uh who would be the one that you would never want to sing anything probably me <laughs> i don't know <laughs> all right so we're going back a little bit uh with with your previous band and i got a couple bands that i have on the list here and i'm curious if you have any uh any thoughts about them or because I know you played with some uh, for a, a few times. Uh, the first band is Moon Trail. Do you remember them? Uh,
1: yeah, definitely. Yeah, Moontrail is awesome. Um, basically, Inside the Sun was me and my friend Nick, and uh, like Trevor played bass for us for a while, and then um he stopped playing with us so we needed a new bass player. So we met our friend Greg. Who was in Moon Trail and they needed a drummer. So it was like, we needed a bass player, they needed a drummer. So Nick started playing drums with them. Greg started playing bass with us. And then I kind of just started playing guitar with them as well. Cause it's like, might as well. Yeah, that sounds, so yeah, it sounds, it sounds a little, uh, like kind of like what you were saying with Ian early. Like, we wore, uh, we wore a mask on stage and did like a whole, a whole show thing and everything. It was, it was pretty cool interesting so
0: were there like it sounds like the bands are kind of intertwined uh were there ever days where anybody had to do double duty on stage
1: yeah i mean three of us were in both bands there's a couple of times like we played um the same show so yeah it was basically the three of us were in inside the sun and then uh moon trail was the three of us plus another guitar player josh for a while and then um jill was the vocalist
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so yeah there's a couple of times where we we played like the same show and then yeah we just did that and then did the next thing and it was cool it's super fun what was there and some- they're, you know they were different enough so like they were but they were different enough that it was like it wasn't like too much or anything it was it was super fun yeah i love that
0: was was that done intentionally? I mean, you're talking about inside the sun, going inside the sun, and now you're going on a trail on the moon. Was that was that intentional, or was that just by chance?
1: No, that was like just a crazy coincidence. Like both bands were named already before we even met each other. That was yeah, just like, like weird coincidence, and it just like happened to yeah be sun and moon and work out that way. It was it was it was cool.
0: Fair enough uh next band uh hymns to the stone which went into split lung
1: Do you Yeah, Hymns that? to the stone i'm pretty sure it's split lung jill that was the vocalist in um moon trail right she was the vocalist for split lung hymns to the stone was the same band i think just a different vocalist um It was this dude actually, Thor was the vocalist. And when me and Nick were in high school, the drummer for Inside the Sun, we lived in like this small town outside of Fresno and his band, I don't even know what they were called. His band came and played up in Oakhurst, which is where we were from. Right. And uh, we were like, oh, this is like the most metal thing we've ever seen before. Like, this is so cool. Like, this is awesome. Nice. And then like years later, He uh, came to, like, an Inside the Sun show, and he was like, oh, yeah, like, I like your guy's set, and we were like, oh, shit, like, we saw you, like, five or six years ago when we were in high school, and, like, we loved your band, and, like, we thought you were so cool, and he's like, oh, shit. And then uh, he ended up being the vocalist for Hymns to the Stone. I'm pretty sure it was him.
0: Um, And another band of that sort, uh, Keeper?
1: I don't know if we ever played with Keeper. I know Keeper was um, like this dude, I think Jacob or something. I think he recorded the um, he recorded the the second release that we had for Inside the Sun. Right. I think he was in Keeper, and I think it was like him and a couple other dudes that were just like ran in a couple of venues down there, like just DIY little venues down there. Keeper was cool. I don't think we ever played with them, but they were just super heavy, like just
0: doom. Hell yeah. Alright, brother. Well, let's let's recap this. So, uh, Stone Witch, there's a lot of new news. A lot of stuff going on. And yeah. uh, very importantly, and one of the main reasons why I wanted to have you on, is this new thing. This ownership of a business that I couldn't be happier for you and I couldn't be prouder. Red Sky Guitar Repair. If you're curious, you're like, Where do I go? Well, it's in Scottsdale, Arizona. But That's not enough? You need an address? I got you here. 2302 North Scottsdale Road in Arizona. It's 480-669-3909. It's RedSkyGuitarRepair at gmail.com. That is how to reach him. Brother, before you go, uh, could you let me know, what's the best photo that you have ever taken or been in?
1: I have no idea. <laughs> um, I don't even know. Maybe something me and my dog or something.
0: You know what? I'm going to go even one further because we're talking about Red Sky guitar repair. I'm going to say the picture of the red ribbon going across your business with your girlfriend oh, yeah. right there, Amanda. And the both of you are right there, ready to cut the ribbon. That's a moment, man. That's, that, yeah.
1: You uh, you should have heard my speech seconds before that. To tell. I'm like, I'm, I'm
0: all ears, brother. <laughs> I know. I feel, I feel, I gotta be honest with you. I feel like total shit. I had this bad schedule, and I didn't know when uh, clients were coming in for my other work, and uh, next thing you know, it's like, oh, shit, it's too late. So, um go ahead please tell me what what, what was it brother
1: uh, no it wasn't much i'm just saying that because amanda's sitting here and she's giving me a hard time about it but I, I think i said thank you everyone for coming out
0: well that, uh, and again matt uh, you're a man of so many words uh can you exactly. move move the camera over just a little bit to your left because i want to say hi hello
1: hi
0: hey amanda what's going i'm doing great how are you doing
1: Good, good. It's good to see
0: you. Good to talk to you. Oh, always a pleasure. So, talk to me. What's what 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 could he have said or was there more to be said about the opening of Red Sky Guitar Repair?
1: Oh no, I think that was perfect. Yeah, he pretty much nailed it.
0: And you know what? I I we want to, to agree. I want to agree because that is exactly what Matt is. Mm-hmm. That's totally it. All right. I just want to say hi. Hi Amanda.
1: Red Sky. Hi,
0: good to see you. <laughs> good to see you. Uh, all right, brother. Thank you so much. So uh, here, how about this? Here, Here's a thought, because you got this business. Give me your 30-second pitch. Give me your elevator speech. Whatever you want. Talk to me. Tell me. Sell me on Red Sky Guitar Repair.
1: I mean, basically, whatever you need, doesn't matter what kind of guitar you have, whatever you have, just come on in. We'll figure something out and see what we can do for you, and... Get you hooked up and get you playing.
0: <laughs> and that is from Matt. And he knows, and like, look, I'm, I'm saying, like, trust me. You know, there's 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 not a lot of things I like to put my name on. I put my name on this one because I know what he does. I know what a talent he is, both on stage and off stage. He's crushing everything, and now he's got this incredible new business. I'm so thrilled and so happy for you, brother cheers to you and uh, I cannot wait to see you on stage my friend
1: yeah thank you so much I really appreciate you having me on and everything
0: sincerely appreciate you and Amanda thank you so much thank you for the even the after show at planet Mammoth we uh, went over to TT's roadhouse had some pizza and oh yeah I almost forgot almost almost forgot I was gonna I, I was gonna end this but um, I gotta know because I've heard I've heard story I've heard tell
1: about Roadhouse is right down the street from Red Sky Guitar Repair too so you can go to Red Sky Guitar Repair and then you can go over to T.T. Roadhouse and it's like less than a mile away so
0: you know for the win is what I say for the win yeah. but you know I had, a, I had a birdie that told me um, he's like you know this, this, this dude he's a, he's a real fan of pizza he likes the za so you want to talk to me about it? Like if you're to go to a pizza place, like where are you going in Arizona?
1: Because like oh dude, the best pizza is this Golden Ram. It's a food truck. So you got to see where they are. I think they're opening a freaking mortar, yeah. Yeah, a spot in Mesa like in downtown Mesa next month maybe. But right now they're just a food truck, but that's the best pizza. Okay, I was saying
0: Say it one more time so I can add it to the show notes. Goat
1: and Ram. Goat oh, and
0: goat, Ram. Go, goat? Order of the Goat? Is there a connection? Are you getting a cut? Dude, <laughs> uh,
1: we could we could do something together.
0: <laughs> what, what, uh, here, here's the thing. So I'm saying, when they do brick and mortar, when they go solid, they go straight. They got the building up. And we'll
1: uh, our house band,
0: a, not only the house band, but when they do their advertising... Maybe a little musical interlude by the one and only Matt Wentz? Maybe.
1: Hmm. I mean, if they wanted it.
0: I was telling Ian about this, actually. There's this guy on YouTube. You got to check him out. I, I don't exactly understand what it is. And he's got this show, it's like the best of the week or something like that. And he reviews fast food. Hello, everyone. This is Running On Empty Food Review. I'm your host, The reporter. The- and look, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a purist. You know, uh, give me a good crust, maybe thin. Uh, throw a little cheese, a little olive oil, a little sauce, and you know, you got yourself a pie. He reviewed the Pizza Hut pretzel crust pizza. And I, I know it sounds gross. Or maybe it's Little Caesars. Maybe it's Little. I think it's Little Caesars. But I'm like, I need that in my life. Like, I, I like pizza a lot. But I also like pretzel. And I'm like, combining the two. Now, I know, um, you know, that, right, that might. Yeah. yeah it, it, so I, I, I might have to, you know, just, I, I don't want to say slum. But I might have to slum a little bit and try it out and and, and, and see what it is. Is that something that would be in your wheelhouse?
1: Sure. Yeah. I would be down for that.
0: Red sky guitar repair, red sky guitar repair, 2302 North Scottsdale road, Scottsdale, Arizona, 480-669-3909. It's red sky guitar repair at gmail.com. Matt, Amanda, thank you so much for spending your time with me and uh, I'll talk to you again very, very soon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, dude. We definitely appreciate you doing everything and helping us out and supporting us and, promoting us and getting this out there and everything
0: any day all day my friend
1: everything you do in general we just appreciate it
0: thank you so much cheers to you both and uh i'll talk to you soon cool bye chris i want to thank everyone for hanging out towards the end it's the doom, doom podcast please like subscribe tell a friend follow us on social media doom, doom or doom, doom podcast Ian from No Masters Audio. He does all things for the Doom Tomb if you're talking about audio and sound and even sometimes video. You never know. This guy's all over the place. Hit him up. The link is in the show notes. If you want to hear more music like this, it's CraniumRadio.com. I have a show 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time each and every Sunday. Music, talk, whatever, whatever we come up with. Uh, hit us up in the chat room as well. Make a request. If we have not we'll play it. And if you want to talk about the song, it's Podcast at gmail.com. You got something you want to talk about? Hit us up. Get on. Talk about your songs. Now, uh, is that it? Oh, yeah. By the way, all the links, they're in the show notes. Okay, that's it. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Take care of yourselves. Get out to those shows. Buy some of that band merch. And don't forget to stay heavy. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. So what's the problem?
1: I don't know.